Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. All right, welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. We have a special episode today. You are going to get an insider's look to our Ask Me Anything sessions with top career coaches in the game. This is part of our launch of our Career Compass Bundle. This is one of my favorite parts of that product, actually. And within this specific session, you are going to get the answers to two specific questions. One, what if I don't have any connections at a company? This is a networking type question. And number two, when the company asks for experience and I have none, what the heck do I do? These are two questions asked by some of our attendees. And I thought I would take this questions here and pose them or share them with all of you listeners because I felt like all of you can benefit from it. And also to show you how amazing these sessions are. Kudos to the brave people who asked these questions and gave us permission to share this on the podcast. And gonna give a little bit of a breakdown and I'm gonna give a little bit of a background on Adunola Adushola. She was the career coach who hopped on this AMA. Adunola is a millennial career strategist who helps high achieving corporate professionals secure jobs they love at companies they love. Adunola is a Forbes contributor where her career column on how to land a new job has been read over a million times and her expertise has been featured on the New York Times, Fast Company, Bloomberg, and other publications. Since her dream job at a global PR firm and later realizing she secretly hated it, Adenola has been on a mission to help high achievers recognize, own, and show their value so that they can stop playing small, boost their confidence, land amazing jobs, and make more money. Her clients and students in dozens of industries from tech to PR, HR to marketing, and many more, have landed interviews and job offers at leading companies such as Google, NBCU, Vogue, Tiffany & Co., HBO, and other companies that they love. All right, see a theme there? Companies they love seems to be it. Adenol is awesome. She spoke at one of our earlier, I'd say it was a December 2019 podcast about getting a salary boost. So I felt like Adenola would be great for this product and to, in a way, bring back to our podcast. So without further ado, we're going to launch right into it. Again, this is our sneak preview slash insider's look of our Ask Me Anythings with top career coaches. This is a service offered with our Career Compass bundle. And this is episode 209. Let's get right to it. So we have Cheyenne with another question. You have the floor. Thanks. Along those lines, I think we've all heard like the statistics that most people get jobs because of connections and how like cold applications you have to apply to so many jobs to actually get a job. So along the lines of reaching out to people on LinkedIn or however, could you give us some advice on how to build relationships at organizations we were interested in working at? And also kind of like, how do you identify who you should reach out to if you don't have any connections to someone there? One of the things first is recognizing that you can still build amazing connections, even if you don't have any. And so not letting the fact that you don't have any stop you. And then the other thing is that you don't have to be transactional or awkward or weird to have great connections and to make those relationships with people who you don't know. And so one of the things I recommend, first I'll start with who you should be reaching out to. My rule of thumb is reach out to people who you would reach out to even if you weren't job hunting. And so a lot of times people will start reaching out to people because they're in their alumni. I hate that advice. Like, what is your alumni really going to do if you don't really know like what you want or if they don't really align with where you're wanting to be? Like, so, you know, 
sure you can start your alumni, but if those people aren't people who you would generally want to talk to because of what they do and because of their journey, then there aren't people that you would actually have a valuable conversation with because they're going to know it's not genuine and thoughtful. And so really you want to think about, okay, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? And think about, find people who are doing those things. So for example, if you are a marketer in the engineering space and you are wanting to move from marketing engineering to marketing a particular aerospace company, right? Being very weird and vague and very vivid in this example, but let's say that's where you're at, right? And so then you're like, okay, how can I meet more marketers who maybe worked in an engineering at an oil and gas firm and who have moved to like the aerospace side of things and do marketing there? And then when you're kind of focused on that area, then you kind of start looking on LinkedIn and saying like, who has maybe cool or interesting transitions? Like who maybe aligns with what I'm wanting to do? Who do you kind of feel like, oh my gosh, like because they did it, I can do it too. When you kind of find that person where you're like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds interesting. Then you kind of probably hit the nail on the head on somebody you actually should talk to because then you can actually come from a place of excitement and genuineness of like, you generally did this thing that I'm wanting to do. And I would love to learn more about how you've done it. A lot of times people get it wrong where they just come across as like, hey, I'm interested in applying for this job. Can you put in a good word for me? No one wants to put in a good word for people they don't know, or they barely know, or they knew 10 years ago, right? Like people are putting a good word for you. They're putting in their reputation on the line. And so that's really why you want to follow the rule of thumb of who can I generally reach out to so that they generally know that I'm interested in them. And when you do it in a thoughtful way, that's when you have people who actually want to reciprocate. They're like, oh my gosh, I love this conversation with you. Tell me a little bit more about how I can help you. And then you're able to say, oh, actually, I love what you do, like I said earlier, and I'm interested in your company. Can you tell me a little bit more advice on like how you landed the role there? And so you're still making it about them. And then if they choose to help you, they're wanting to help you. As far as the outreach part, I recommend reaching out to people via email. And it does take a little bit of LinkedIn stalking to, you know, find the right email addresses. And last resort, you can reach out to people doing it via like the LinkedIn messaging. But I recommend email simply because a lot of times when people aren't looking for a job, they're not on LinkedIn, right? So if you're reaching out to someone on LinkedIn, you're like waiting, waiting for them to respond and they might not respond. So Email is always best. In that email, you just want to be thoughtful. Like, hey, I came across your profile LinkedIn. I was really intrigued by the fact that you've done XYZ. That's similar to what I currently do and what I'm looking to do next. And I'd really love to have a conversation with you to learn more about the qualities that have made you successful in your career journey as I'm looking to make a similar transition to this XYZ role. So that way they're like, oh, she did her research. She's doing what I currently do or what I, what I used to do. And she's interested in talking to me and not just getting a good foot in in my company. Thanks so much. That's really helpful. You're welcome. Awesome. Thanks for the question, Cheyenne. Your piece of advice, Adenola, reminds me of, we had a podcast guest that said, don't make business connections, make friends. Yeah. And I just thought that was so powerful because, I mean, you're right. Like, who truly wants to help people other than your friends? I think those are like, those are the best types of people. So exactly. what else do we got? Floor is yours. And once again, no question too specific or no question is too dumb. Um, hi, I kind of have a question. How do I gain teaching experience if I don't have much experience before? I'm looking for our teacher job and I don't have any experience, but all the job description asks for experience. So I have advice. Are you currently like studying art or what maybe outside of the teaching experience that makes you feel qualified for the role? I have an 
Master of Fine Arts, recently graduated. Okay, so you recently graduated and you haven't yet had, so this will be your first, um, maybe first role in your career, is that correct? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay, I think this is a question that a lot of people have where it's like, how do I get a job where I need experience for the job, but I haven't got experience for the job yet, right? So it's like, that's something that a lot of people deal with. In your situation, you have a good opportunity to, one, couple of things. Some of these things can relate to everyone. This may relate mostly to you though. One, you can, you know, start building connections with people who are in the art teacher industry, because the good thing for you to know is that you're not the first person who's aiming to be a teacher right after, you know, getting your master's or any kind of degree. So know that you're not like a unicorn and that because other people have done it, you can too. So that's one mindset that you want to have in mind as well. So start looking for people who maybe are, have gone through that same path as you, like who are teachers right now, or maybe even outside of arts, maybe they do something else that's kind of adjacent and start kind of building connections. Think about where you want to be a teacher at. What schools would you want to be a teacher at? And start thinking about people you can start connecting with there. And then also think about substitute teaching opportunities that you can get in the intern. That way you're starting to have that substitute opportunity to build your teaching expertise. In the meantime, while you're building those relationships and having those conversations, because what that can also do, even if you start substitute teaching is, you know, help them see you in the act at the schools that you want to be at so that you're able to start to, you know, build those relationships, start to get that, you know, acumen on your resume to say that you've done X, Y, Z. But those would be for your specific situation, my advice, as far as like maybe substitution, having those conversations and really starting to think about how how else can you set yourself apart outside of the fact that you haven't had that teaching experience. Maybe you're really good at teaching things. Maybe you are really good as you are, obviously, at arts. So how can you kind of pivot to showing that and showing that you have an excellent skill set that is teachable and that you can teach so that people not only just focus on the lack of teaching experience, but the fact that you do have a master's in fine arts, the fact that you can do the type of curriculum that you might have to teach as an arts teacher, and then building those relationships so you can start to be in the know when when those opportunities become available. Okay, thank you. Great question, Jane. Uh, I'll kick it back over to Mallory, who raised her hand. This is not really a question for Adnola. Sorry. Jane, <laughs> have you heard of the organization called Young Audiences? Uh, no. So Young Audiences is a, a national organization that does arts education, more like art for art's sake, not like arts integration. So usually they hire teaching artists part-time to go into usually elementary and middle schools, sometimes high schools or after school programs and sometimes in classroom art kind of experiences for students. It would be something that was part-time, but someone that I know had a degree in drawing and then ended up not even a master's, but a degree in drawing and ended up supplementing their like artwork part-time through young audiences and now has a successful art career. Okay. Thanks. Career Warrior Podcast. And for more on your job search, please make sure to check out Let's Eat Grandma's website at letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. That's where you can find her blog, attend job seeker events, and learn more about her awesome resume services. Let me just say, I'm happy you're subscribed on Apple or Spotify, but you are missing out if you haven't seen the additional resources on our website. Once again, that's letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. And please don't forget to leave a review. The support from my fellow warriors is what will help me get noticed and what will help the algorithm so other job seekers can discover us too. I promise I read all the reviews and you will just make my day. That's all. I'll see you next episode this Monday morning.